smart politics for stupid times. Welcome to the Unprecedented Podcast with John Aravosis and Cliff Schechter. It's Friday, November 13th. Welcome back, everybody. John Aravosis here with Cliff Schechter in our ongoing election mayhem. Not mayhem. mayhem. One side's mayhem. The other side's not mayhem at all. The other I side's think actually it's gotten, um, surprisingly... Uh, better over the last few days. I think yes. Been some sort of even some uh, of the Republicans who have now come out, uh, I think a dozen or more of them, and say that that Trump needs to, by the end of this week, yep. and this includes Lindsey Graham. Wow. Uh, oh, should be by, by the end of the week, uh, Biden, and that will be today, Biden uh, needs to be getting uh, um, intelligence briefings because yep. Donald Trump, in the selfish, douchey way he does everything, has not been doing that. And as we all recall, that worked out really well after the long fight between Bush and Gore uh, with 9-11, which is not to say that that's the – but the 9-11 commission came to the conclusion that some of the dysfunction uh, that was going on during that oh, period of time led us to miss other right. signs we would have caught. Right. Um, and right. so this matters for national security. Well, also, it's an easy fix because – which is why I think Graham is doing it in uh, Langford as well, the senator Oklahoma, I think, because it's yeah. easy to say you're not acknowledging he won. What you're saying is both people should keep getting briefings just to be safe for candidates. That's and an easy – from Trump's ire because you know? they're such fucking wimps and they can yeah, be – Correct. They're still hiding from him even though it's good. Yep. Now, Carl Carl yeah. Rove wrote an op-ed for the Wall Street Journal, if you saw, saying it's over for Trump. He lost, which was Correct. that was very interesting, even though Rove doesn't have the voice he had before, uh, you know, necessarily. You know, he's he's still, right. On the right, he still is a, he has some respect. The thing is, is that he's, he's, a, a, way fire, that he's a Breitbart type, even though he's not a Breitbart. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but he gets a lot of his money. A lot of where his he's being paid by is Rupert Murdoch. Rove? Uh, yeah. He's a he's a foxer. And he's a columnist for the Wall Street Journal, two Fox properties, which right. is where he's getting at least a good chunk of his dough. And you know what? That to me has been the most fascinating sort of thing that has taken place, which is Rupert Murdoch embracing reality about two months ago, or whenever, starting to speak out about how Trump was was terrible, right. and he let it leak that he thought Trump had handled COVID terribly, and pushing everybody but the couple craziest voices who don't care. You know, Sean Hannity and Laura Ingram, whatever, to um, to to move towards the narrative at her post, at Fox, at Wall Street Journal that Trump has done. Um, I, which again, you know, in a year of 2020, of not being able to predict almost anything, there is something I never would have predicted: Fox hmm. abandoning Trump. No, um, it's yeah, a great yeah, development. Yeah, yeah, but it, it's a shocking one. Yeah, and of course, it's led Trump now is attacking Fox constantly, and the word is he's you know, which shouldn't surprise anybody, is that he's going to create his own network when he leaves to 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 rival Fox and hopefully destroy it. And and I think that was always going to happen no matter what. Is that you know how do you fleece people? You've got millions upon millions of people whose whose uh, uh, cell no, cell numbers you have for texting, right. whose emails you have. Whose social media you have, and they're devoted to you. And you know, if you're Donald Trump, the first thing that goes through your head is, "How do I rip them off?" Um, I did see some suggestions on, first of all, that basically that might end up being too much trouble for him because he just wants money. They were saying, for example, he could still go to Fox and get a TV show potentially. Um, second thing, which is even more interesting, the problem is I don't know if he can though. That's the thing. Well, whether they would do it, I don't know. But it, I think it would, it would be a it would be a ratings winner probably with the Republicans. Although Rupert may say, I don't fucking want him in my network. 
You know what I mean? Because imagine the, the trouble you'd have having him on board. Yep. You know, um, but, but there's that. The the other suggestion, which was in not suggestion, but point that was raised idea was, you know, Russ Limbaugh has stage four terminal lung cancer. He's not going to be around for that long. Uh, Trump taking over his radio show is very interesting. Now, the that, only thing is, now that's something I could see happening. But yes. Trump, I mean, you could say whatever you want about Rush Limbaugh. And oh, do I have a lot to say oh, yeah. about moral, disgusting, sickening, racist, misogynist. I could go on with adjectives the next hour. But he works his ass off. Uh, anybody who's exactly. ever hosted a show, yeah. you and I, you know, you and I host this show, but we also guest hosted Leslie Marshall's that for a while was a three hour. And I, I actually guest hosted it on my own a few times, a three hour show. And I will tell you all, do, yeah. you know, just doing it once in a week oh, yeah. is exhausting. I did doing this podcast, you know, it was very doing hard. An hour, right. So, you know, yeah. doing an hour and a yeah. quarter, an hour and a half podcast twice a week can be tiring. The fact that that man did that five days a week, yeah. three hours a day. There's no way Trump will work that hard. Absolutely no way. Now, no, if, if, it, if Trump could take well, over the show and lower it yes. to an hour a day, I could see him doing it and then have somebody fill in like two of the right. days a week. He's doing it three times. Well, exactly. the thing is, but he'll, he'll ad lib well. That's the only thing. I mean, I, look, when, when we did radio shows, when I was doing Mike Signorelli's show, but on my own, right? When you're doing a radio show on your own for several hours, it took a lot of preparation, partially because, you know, like I was doing it for Sirius XM and I was like, holy shit, I better, I better do this. Well, it took, I remember it took basically as many hours to prepare for the show as I was on the air. So they were pretty full days doing this in Trump, forget it. But, but if you gave Trump an hour or two just to riff every day with phone calls and stuff, oh my God. Right. He would, you, all you have to do is give him a, a stack of, Oh, hell, you're not even news, because in our case, you'd have like stack of news articles with him. You'd give him stack of just angry talking points and let him riff for an hour. Hillary, Obama, black people, whatever. You know what I mean? It's I, anyways, I think he'd do quite well. The question is, would they get advertising all that problem? You know, correct. And sued their asses off because he ain't going to be protected anymore. And he slanders somebody once a day, practically. Well, well if, that's the other yeah. thing too. Is that is it is it can get away a lot with a lot as we know in this country with going after public figures, um, a career out of that. Yeah. And so Sean Hannity, whatever. But the thing about Trump is is, is that he, Sean Hannity and Rush Limbaugh are absolutely awful people in every way I can think of, but just not nearly as stupid. Understand sort of some of the the lines that they cannot cross, and if and once in a while, when they've crossed them, like Sean Hannity with the Seth Rich thing, he apologized at SmackDown. Fox got had to settle in court, and Sean probably knew if he did that regularly, Fox lost money off of it. Guess what? His ratings were then worth shit. He'd be gone. Right. Um, you know, if they're getting sued all the time, they just not a public figure. They keep to public figures most of the time. Trump doesn't. Like he just brings up random people that piss him off in his life all the time. He tweets about people, you know, who aren't, you know, he tweeted about the guy who was, uh, who was the one he tweeted about who was an elect. Maybe they would have called him an ele- a public official, but I feel like he was mm-hmm. some sort of election official oh, or somebody in, in or something? Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like that wasn't a, I mean, I don't know what the definition, how low the definition goes to who's a public figure or not, but I mean, Trump I don't think that guy's not a public figure. stupid to stop him. Right, I don't think so either. And I don't think, a, I'm just saying, I don't know what a court would say. I would think the court would say no. Yeah, yeah. And he's too stupid to, to, to be able to control himself. So I don't, you're right. I could see him getting sued a lot. Um, so we'll see. Um, you know, it'll so be interesting. Just, but, just uh, people, so, I mean, yeah, today we're going to talk update on the election stuff, of course. Trump's latest crazy stuff this week, including coronavirus going out of control. Um, so 
we can, you know, Cliff, let's start with the election, just sort of tell folks where things are. Not that, I mean, duh, we're on day now, what is this, 11 or 10 of Biden still having won. Generalissimo, I was saying on Twitter, yeah. Generalissimo Francisco Trump is still seriously defeated <laughs> 13, 10 days in. Exactly. Um, he is still know, dead. I think he's still dead. Oh, well, Franco's still dead. Um, Trump still dead. Trump is still um, a loser. Yeah, I um, mean, you know, Arizona. Actually, well, Biden won Arizona, which was good. It's not that he's still a loser. Let's tell people what happened. They, yeah. uh, by everybody now, Arizona has been declared uh, that uh, he lost, and, and Joe Biden won, officially taking his count to two ninety. With I don't know why North Carolina is still out. I don't know what they're doing in that state. Um, Joe Biden would need the kind of miracle to win there that. Well, no, there's Trump isn't as close anywhere else because there's still votes out, but there's no way he's winning there. Yeah. So I don't really understand what North Carolina is doing at this point. I don't know. And I don't know why it hasn't been declared for for uh, Trump. It should be. Right. Um, but in any case, uh, the one that matters that's still out in terms of right. Biden expanding his lead is Georgia, where he's now up over 14,000 votes. And to give, to give you context, and I love this, by the way. This makes me so happy. Um, they've now canvassed, in, in, for recounting purposes, 51 of the 72, 73, I believe it is, counties in Wisconsin. Because oh. you know, Trump Trump was demanding a recount. Right. Trump's actually lost votes, which makes me so happy. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but to give you an idea, they've done two-thirds of Wisconsin. Right. right. And Trump has lost about – I don't know why he's lost votes. I mean, should to see why they wouldn't go to Biden. It seems like they went to him. I don't know if there was some sort of error or something that they shouldn't have. He has lost about 300 votes, and and um, and um, Biden has gained 10. Right. So the net difference now is that Biden's gained – You know, it's somewhere in the range of 310. I don't have it exactly, but it's in that range. Um, and that's what you get from two-thirds of Wisconsin. La, 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 la. La, 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 la. Cliff disappeared. He'll be coming. Now it's finally my chance to do the John show, the John show, la, 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 the John show, the John show, la, 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 la. No, I don't like doing that. I mean, it's sometimes fun to do the show by yourself, but as we were talking about doing radio, it's really hard to do the show by yourself. At least I know with Cliff, we could riff off each other and one of us will have an idea for an additional topic. And anyway, it's just a lot harder when you do it by yourself. There's way more planning because you can riff off yourself, but not as easy. And there you are. That was weird. Cliff, why don't you talk to people a little bit about Wisconsin, for example, um, since we're talking about states that Trump still thinks he can get and all this kind of crazy stuff. You were talking about well, why Wisconsin? I mean, we're talking about states he still thinks he can get. I remember him saying he thought he could win New York. Should we talk about that? Oh, did he actually um, say New York? Yeah, he, <laughs> he said that like a month before the election. He was going to surprise a lot of people. You know, when he always says that, like he has yeah. those phrases he uses again and again. I'm yeah. going to surprise a lot of people and win. Yeah, you, you will. <laughs> it's why, like, when people take anything he says seriously, I'm like, are you effing good? In any case, so, okay, Wisconsin's a classic example, right? He was down by 21 or so, 22, I don't remember, 1,000 votes. Um, when, and he, of course, wanted a recount. And it, it's not close enough that they do a, a, a full recount there, but I think it's within 1%. So they do this recanvassing where they look up a certain percentage in each right. district um, to try to get an idea if there were like large scale mistakes that would have, you know, something huge that right. never happens <laughs> that would have affected uh, the point, the, the total to the point of where it would change the outcome. And what they found was, um, Hilariously, which I enjoyed tweeting out at Donald Trump, Donald Trump actually lost votes. Um, In the recount, there were right. about, around 300 votes for him. 
that should not have been his. But they didn't go to Biden, which makes me wonder what the, the thing was there. I don't know if it was an overvote, you know, where people voted for more than one. Um, I don't know if it was a um, a situation where a machine or something erroneously gave it to Trump. I don't know. But in any case, there are 300 of them in 51 of the, I believe it's 73 counties, so about two-thirds of the counties so far. Right. Uh, and Biden gained about 10 votes. So let's call it about a 300 yeah. net vote. Uh, Biden gained. Ha ha. Right. Ha ha, Donald Trump. Um, but uh, but is that still you kind of just... what you're looking at? I mean, yeah. Wisconsin isn't quite as big of a state, right. uh, obviously, as Georgia. Wisconsin has 10 electoral votes. Georgia has six, 16. That should give you an idea that, that Georgia is somewhat larger. But even if we're twice the size, you know, of, of let's say, let's just for a second, you know, say, oh, my God, Georgia is twice the size of Wisconsin. Well, then that would extrapolate out to a right. 600 vote change and that almost never happens anyhow i mean it just these things don't happen and now a word from our sponsors this is the black friday special for the holiday season just for our listeners the clean the the clean phone the top brand in uv sanitizing is now offering their top rated top selling best reviewed wand product at 50 percent off and free two-day shipping the clean phone wand is a handheld uv sanitizer that helps you eliminate 99.9 percent of bacteria and kill viruses in seconds on virtually any surface it uses the same proven sanitizing technology employed by hospitals. Use it on packages, groceries, keyboards, tablets, money. Take it with you everywhere at 50% off and free two-day shipping for a limited time. It's the perfect gift for anyone who needs it. It's super portable, and with days of battery life, you can take it anywhere and make sure your environment is clean and safe. COVID cases are on the rise. Get the clean phone wand at 50% off now, and they'll take 60% off a second wand. A great holiday gift for friends wow, and family. Two wands, wow. like two wands. Wars. You could like conduct in clean cleanliness. That's exactly. Um, awesome. Go to the newdealshop.com. That's the newdealshop.com. This is an early Black Friday special, so don't miss it. Go to the newdealshop.com right now. Hey John, the season of giving thanks is upon us. Ooh, the special day of season. turkey, family, and football will be here before you know it. Even though my family will be not getting together with any other family, <laughs> and maybe you're right. first too. I'm not We're together, gathering yeah. with your family. Oh, there we go. <laughs> you share your Thanksgiving traditions like not getting together. With your family. It's important to allow some extra time for you, the time you need to take care of yourself and look your best for your loved ones. With Plexiderm, all you need is ten minutes, and you can look ten years younger. Plexiderm is a clinically studied serum that gives your appearance the right kind of changes. I've always wanted to ask what the wrong kind are, but some other time. Visibly reduces wrinkles, fine lines, even under eye bags in minutes. It even works on laugh lines, those dang number 11s and crow's feet. Takes up to 10 years off, take up to 10 years off your appearance in less than 10 minutes, guys. The results will last for hours so you can relax surrounded by loved ones via Zoom. Just kidding. Knowing you're always looking your best. Even better, Plexderm doesn't involve any visits to a surgeon. You can get it at a much better deal than anything you can get waiting in line on Black Friday. Uh-oh, we've got competing ads now. Uh-oh. No, get the clean phone. Don't get Plexiderm. (laughs) (laughs) Get it on Black Friday. Don't get it on Black Friday. Um, You can try a six-application trial pack for just $14.95 with free shipping when you visit buyplex.com backslash sexy liberal or call 800-685-1292 and say the code, guess what? Sexy liberal. This order also comes with free shipping and a three-day money-back guarantee. Make those wrinkles, lines, and under-eye bags disappear with Plexiderm! Exclamation point. Visit buyplx. dot com backslash sexy liberal or call eight hundred six eight five one two nine two and say the code sexy liberal at checkout. And now back to our show. 
you know? Can I, and, and can I just say, isn't it a little weird that I, I realize the, the question becomes, for example, Bush v. Gore, 2000, anybody who's too young to remember, the big reason that was such a drawn out election, uh, you know, recount and everything was because the difference in votes was 562 or something, 546. 537 was the 30, 537, okay. Yeah. So it votes it's separating them in the state, which which decided the presidency. So in that case, recounts could very easily get you Correct. a state of multi-million votes. What bothers me, though, is shouldn't a recount come out to be the exact same number as before? I don't like of course that it a recount has to be <laughs> votes different. What, what's up with that? But I wouldn't say I would say if you're thinking about it, first of all, yes. OK, we if we're if, you know, Maybe. we're just going to be honest. Which we are. If your bank did that, um, no. if you said, you know what, just recalculate my bank account this month. Oh yeah, you've got three hundred dollars more. Sorry. It's funny, you, it's funny you say that because huh. I literally is about to quote my wife, oh. brilliant woman <laughs> that she is, and Lucky, who said that you know was like pointing out how screwed our system is and was explaining it. I think to our kids, right. and was saying, I can right now any almost anywhere in the world go to a bank. You know, get out an amount of money, and you know that there's not going to be an issue. You know, I put my card in, yeah. get the money out. Voting could easily be like that, except for there are people here who don't want it to be. Well, there are people who don't want it to be like that because they don't want everybody being able to vote that easily because everybody can vote that easily. Guess what happens? More people vote. You know who that affects. So, I mean, that's what we're that's what we're talking about, because you're right. We easily could have a system where every single vote is counted accurately and none of this stuff happens. We choose not to. Um, What I would say about that also is uh, is, you know, you know, just sort of taking a look at the system as it is with the sort of ridiculous sort of mix and mash of systems that we have, not even in different states, but by county and all the other stuff, which is what I've talked about. I think we need a massive civil rights bill, which is why we, we need to frankly take the Senate, if we're being honest, um, that would make it so everybody gets to vote by in the same equal way, same equal opportunity, same right. number of days early, same whatever, because otherwise somebody's vote is getting precedence over somebody's somebody else's. And I think that abrogates their civil rights, and that's an argument we should make. That's how the Voting Rights Act was passed. I, I and, agree, and, actually. It's, it's weird. I don't want you voting. Right. It's stupid. So so if you think about it, I don't even know how Wisconsin does it. We're we're both friendly with Ben Wickler. Maybe we should have him on here some point after. Um, You know, I I don't know exactly how they do their various counts. But but truthfully, with all the roadblocks and impediments thrown in there and all the ways Republicans try to undermine uh, an intelligent system existing with fair counting, to be honest with you, the fact that they're only about 300 votes off is pretty impressive. When you're talking about yeah, it, yes. I don't, let's see. I mean, there are state, as I said, 10 electoral votes. That means I have to guess that it, yeah. it probably ends up being a state of five or six million people would be my guess, something like that. Right. Um, maybe seven million people, eight, but it's something like that. And, and if that's the case, uh, that's the, you know, I don't know how many of them are eligible voters or all that stuff. That's really not a terrible amount of yeah. mistakes considering we've all put right. literally no investment into making it work. All right. All right. Um, but yeah, I wish banks worked like that. I'm like, hey, look, I've got 400 more dollars today. I mean, of course, yeah, it's a, and like to it. accept it. And we accept, I mean, because we're literally talking about whether your and my vote is counted, and to literally be like, well, you know, there's at least a decent chance that your vote might get thrown out. It's like, okay. I mean, we just yeah. to treat it that lightly. And look, to I don't like to do the. Lightly. I don't like to do the sort of look back and you know the hindsight, whatever. Partially, I'd have to look and see if I'm on the record anywhere. Uh, I was doing lots of TV and radio, so I would I would guess I am. You know, when when uh, 
when when we took with with Barack Obama, and of course they held it off for six months, being the sons of bitches they are, the race in Minnesota for Al Franken. Yeah. But for that period of time before the special election elected Scott Brown, after Teddy Kennedy died, when we had 60 votes and we had the House and we had uh, um, the presidency, that was one of the things I was saying at that time, that we should be doing something about voting rights. Now, I didn't have a comprehensive right. view of it like I think I do now, but that you know we should be doing everything then to make it easier. The fact that we had that and didn't make Election Day a holiday, right. which is the easiest right. vote in the world, I don't understand. I mean, that's not a bill that it takes a lot of time to, to oh, what are we going to do? Uh, I mean, how are we going to, you know, let's figure this out. One day off, you know, I mean, it's, you know, there's just, there's aspects of we, of this whole process yeah, that yeah, we yeah. could have made better. And the fact that that was only eight years after what happened in Florida and we already yeah. forgotten about it. Yeah. That's on us. You know, one thing um, you know? I, I had, I was telling Cliff before the show, I'd written a piece about Trump's efforts to steal the election and, I mean, I can get into it in a minute, although it's frankly way too complicated to even talk about, which is what's, which is why it's such a screwy issue. As a lawyer, it took me days to write this piece, <laughs> and it was freaking me out because I kept reading more and more about it going, but what about this? What about this? What about this? And the people I was talking to said, well, yes, that's a problem. And it's just – but um, basically – actually, I'll tell them too. I started a, a Substack newsletter, which is what a lot of, a lot of the kids get are doing John nowadays. Substack, everybody. Subscribe. Exactly. It's called cyber disobedience, which is a word I coined back in 1995. So now it's retro. And I grabbed the URL, cyberdisobedience.com, one word. So I bought it way back then. And after 20 years, 25 years, it's finally useful. Um, it only that cost cool? me tons of money. Sorry? I said, isn't that cool? Isn't that cool? But in any case, so go check it out. It's free. Eventually, I'd love people to pay for subscriptions, but it's free. Um, so cyberdisobedience.com. Well, if you get, if but, you get enough subscriptions, you get some advertising. So, you know, come on, folks. Do yeah. your part. Um, so anyway, but so the idea that was I was trying to talk to experts to figure out what was it Trump was up to. Could he pull it off? What was bothering me in a nutshell? This is the whole elect elector uh, issue, Cliff, electoral votes. Right. Basically. And again, I won't even try to go through all of this, but basically people probably and I was having to explain this to my aunt in Panama the other day because she was like, how does this work? When you vote, and I actually confirmed this, you do not vote for president. You vote for the electors. So you didn't vote for yep. Joe Biden. You voted for Joe Biden's electors in that state you live in. Kind of fascinating Correct. distinction right there. And Europeans are more familiar with that. It's, Italy has some crazy thing like that. I know um, where you're voting I wasn't even aware Slate. of that. That's interesting. Well, you're voting for Slate in Italy, which well, I, I, never, I, I know what I've the rules are here. I didn't know that about Italy. Oh. It's a great, well, it's not electoral votes, but it's a weird slate thing. And it's not like everyone in the slate wins. And I was like, oh my God, headache. So you vote for the electoral votes, the electors, the electors get certified by the state, might be the secretary of state, might be the governor, who knows, usually the secretary of state, yep. but who knows, then that gets reported at a certain date to the electoral college. Again, might be the governor, might be the secretary of state. It's just the executive in the state has to certify and send the information along. But the executive isn't defined, right? Um, gets to the Electoral College and they uh, I'll say quickly, in some yeah. states, it does define it. Greg Sargent, who we've had the on state the show, has to define great, it is the point. Well, Greg Sargent wrote a great piece about about yes. this when people were scared about Pennsylvania. Uh, he interviewed the the uh, attorney general there, Josh Shapiro, yes. and who laid it out that that the role that the legislature had was in setting 
the rules for yes. for who would be the final. Yes. They weren't the ones to finally to to so uh, uh, certify and all. So that. he thinks. Here, the problem is, and I read Greg's piece. The problem is, without going through all the details, all of this rests on a. And you're going to read a lot of read a lot of pieces. That I think things are better. The Doomsday Clock has moved away from midnight. I would agree. We sort of started hinting at that at the beginning of the show, Cliff, when you mentioned you were feeling better. I think we're in better shape today, much more. But what the experts were saying was, A, the law is relatively clear that Republicans couldn't do that. I can't imagine a court agreeing with the Republicans. Really? You can't imagine a Trump judge agreeing with the Republicans, even though it was kind of in violation of the law. Really? Right? That's the first thing. I can. I, I, right. I would say, though, well, if you want to go on, I can I can jump in. A little well, no, bit. let me go to go the ahead. second point. But my point is, yeah. yes, I think in general they probably won't, but I'm not going to rest my de democracy on the fact that Trump Supreme Court judges aren't going to fuck us in contrast to the law. Okay. Which, by the way, if you saw a speech, which, you know, you should all look up uh, oh, somebody – uh, that that uh, Judge Alito just gave to the Federalist Society. It was it was as bonkers as anything Clarence Thomas yeah. has ever said. Yeah. I mean, he's completely fucking nuts. But yeah. go ahead. So that's the first problem. The second problem is, well, if you're saying that, for example, the legislature in a state is going to appoint a slate of electors that doesn't go with what the popular vote was, for example, you know, Pennsylvania voted for Biden, but you're going to have the le Republican legislatures or whatever in a state come up with a Trump slate and send those electors in. I mean, that would be pretty gutsy and cause a lot of trouble. And I just can't see them going against the will yeah, of the people. I can totally see them doing it if that's what you're saying. Yeah. That's what pisses me off is, is generally speaking, they're right, but they're not basing this on, oh, no, it's a law and you'll go to jail kind of crap. They're basing well, this on a law. Wait, real final point, Cliff. They're basing this on yep. a law called the Electoral Counts Act from 1887 that was written very poorly and has never been litigated since then in 140 years. Why was it written then, It's John? super vague. Well, because we've never – well, it was written – it was written because no, there was. You know why it was written in eighteen eighty. I do, but right? I can't remember the names. I want to say Tilly was one of them. Uh, yeah, Tilly, I mean, we, well, it was after we had a series. Rutherford B. Hayes is one of them. We did a series yes. of elections. Kind Tilly, of like I think, was the opposition. Who, Harrison one was another one. We did two elections. I want to say uh, in like twelve years, where the popular vote and the electoral vote had differed, and where there were fights over these things. And there so were they fights set over. Out over the electors and all sorts of crazy things. Yes, they wanted to set out some, you know, but it doesn't yeah. mean that they they actually answered most of the They didn't do a good problems. job of it. They left it vague. And it yeah. pretty much leaves it now where if it goes to con here's here's my synopsis cliff. It goes to Congress on January 6th. Mike Pence oversees because that's how it works. Uh, even yes. though his role is ceremonial, uh, 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 right? Yes. Does it, does it have to be ceremonial? Mike Pence oversees a joint session. We of all saw it when Al Gore oversaw it back in uh, Oh, there you go. Yeah. We're actually they, watching it at that time. They open up each point. state's electors and read them out and add the counts up, and hopefully somebody gets 270 and they say, you win. Well, you can object. The House can object. The Senate can object. And then, like, each body – so each body collectively sort of gets – it's hard to explain, but gets a vote, so to speak. Like, the House – I remember we were hoping somebody the in the House would object and nobody would. Yeah, well, Those you were saying before that, uh, that Barbara Boxer had objected at one point with a House member, that kind of stuff, right? So basically – or maybe, or maybe it wasn't you. Maybe I was getting briefed on this. It wasn't me. No. But um, I <laughs> maybe, my maybe, I'm, maybe I'm wrong. I, didn't I assume any objective. detailed, smart briefing I'm getting was you. Um, but basically, if the House and Senate disagree, well, the law says the governor's slate, for example, if there's two competing slates, the governor's slate should win. And I said, oh, and 
what happens? Because, of course, the House will say, if the governor's rep- Democrat, the House Democrats will say, oh, yes, of course, it should be the governor's slate. But the Senate Republicans are going to say, oh, no. What happens then? Well, then you'd probably go to a court, but a court would probably look at it and say, oh, that's non-judiciable, meaning it's not something we can get into because that's a political matter for Congress. I said, so the Republicans could still say, fuck you, and there's no way to resolve it? Well, maybe, but they wouldn't do that. And then I'm going, oh, my God. Of course they would. So, so much. I mean, would, of- would anybody have said before oh. 2000, you know, before 2016, would anybody have said, oh, of course Mitch McConnell will give Merrick Garland a hearing? Yeah. Would They're anybody have thought he would Supreme Court that? seat? Yeah. And how many things have happened yeah. during Trump's presidency where we're like, of course they wouldn't let him do that. Cliff, and they ha- and no, what's I, happening? I, I, and what's happening I, right now? Of course they wouldn't let Trump actually talk about a coup and go through the processes for a few right. weeks to make him feel I, better. I differ with you in two important respects. Hmm. One is on the legal front. I, I do think that that where Greg Sargent did not in the area where he's like. You know that would be gutsy and whatever. Where yeah, that's I don't. I, the Republican Party would do whatever they could do. Right. But one point that Josh Shapiro made, Dan, that I do think is actually a pretty important point, mm-hmm. is that that the law had been passed by that very legislature, and so it it was it was, so it wouldn't just be a court overturning you know a long time uh, right. law and saying oh well that's outdated or whatever. They would have to actually take the Pennsylvania legislature. At their in and act like, well, we take these guys at their word when they say right. that they did it wrong. And right. what I'm saying is, I, it's not to say that I have a ton of faith in our courts these days. But the one thing I will say is they had a fig leaf to hide behind in 2000, and they've had a fig leaf to hide behind in most of these other cases. If right. we're just talking about the Supreme Court, which is more famous, I haven't seen, you know, what's her name, the newest one enough. I mean, certainly her background yeah. seems absolutely fucking nuts, but I just, uh, you know, yeah. but I've seen enough already, you know, over the years to know, as I just said earlier, there is literally nothing that Thomas and Alita would do. You've been listening to a free excerpt of the Unprecedented Podcast. To hear the rest of the show and hear all of our past shows and support our work as independent media, please go to patreon.com slash unprecedentedpodcast and become a subscriber for as little as $5 a month. You can have all of our old episodes, see all of our Zoom interviews, and support the great work that we hope you think we're doing promoting the democratic and liberal agenda. Thanks so much for joining us, folks. See you next episode. And now a word from our sponsors. Hey, John, the season of giving thanks is upon us. Ooh. The special day of turkey, family, and football will be here before you know it, even though my family will be not getting together with any other family. (laughs) And maybe you first, too. I'm not gathering with your family. Oh, there we go. (laughs) You share your Thanksgiving traditions like not getting together with your family. It's important to allow some extra time for you, the time you need to take care of yourself and look your best for your loved ones. With Plexiderm, all you need is 10 minutes, and you can look 10 years younger. Plexiderm is a clinically studied serum that gives your appearance the right kind of changes. I've always wanted to ask what the wrong kind are, but some other time. Visibly reduces wrinkles, fine lines, even under eye bags in minutes. It even works on laugh lines, those dang number 11s and crow's feet. Takes up to ten years off. Take up to ten years off your appearance in less than ten minutes, guys. The results will last for hours, so you can relax, surrounded by loved ones via Zoom. Just kidding. Knowing you're always looking your best. Even better, Plexderm doesn't involve any visits to a surgeon. You can get it at a much better deal than anything you can get waiting in line on Black Friday. Oh, we've got competing ads now. Oh. 
You can no, get a clean phone. Don't get Black Citadel. <laughs> get it on Black Friday. Don't get it on Black Friday. Um, you can try a six application trial pack for just $14.95 with free shipping when you visit buyplex.com backslash sexy liberal or call 800 685 1292 and say the code, guess what? Sexy liberal. This order also comes with free shipping and a three day money back guarantee. Make those wrinkles, lines, and under eye bags disappear with Plexiderm! Exclamation point. Visit B-U-I-P-L-X dot com backslash sexy liberal or call 800-685-1292 and say the code sexy liberal at checkout. 